Warning, what you're about to hear is intended to make you laugh a lot, while also hearing some cool people talk about the cool shit they're doing. If you're easily offended or just can't take a joke, then you should turn this off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit off and hang on. Welcome to the ghetto. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Get Up. I'm your host JP. Uh, follow us on thegetupshow.com. You can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at, at the Get Up Show. I'm on Facebook, the Get Up Show podcast, and also you can listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play Music. I actually, just created a YouTube uh, page today, so look for YouTube content soon. Um, other than that, I am joined today with. Ilya Alkin. Ilya, go ahead and introduce yourself. Say hi. Jason, thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, my name is Ilya Elkin, uh, president and founder of In-Network Telecom. And just uh, so many exciting things are happening and just wanted to share with all of you guys. Got a website or anything like that so we can look up uh, In-Network? Absolutely. Uh, you guys can check us out at InNetworkBusiness.com. Um, and check it out, and um, I think you'll like what you see for sure. So, getting into it, well, one backup history: Ilya and I went to high school together, and in starting that get up, uh, looking for people that are doing different things with their lives, you know, uh, Ilya had told me he had started his own telecommunications network or company, and I thought it'd be an awesome idea to see like what what goes into that, what led you to that, uh, what you're trying to, what your goals are, trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur since I was uh, uh, born and just loved business and always t- wanted to have my own business, you know, played Monopoly when I was growing up and <laughs> was always the kid that just wanted to win. And Were you the kid that just played Monopoly constantly? Yes. God, I yes, can't. I had a friend hours. like that and, like, it was never fun. Yes. It was never, do you want to play Monopoly? No, because it's not fun. <laughs> no, I would play Monopoly. Were you an ass about it too? Yes. 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 I had to win. And if I won, you would hear about it for a long, long time. And then I would ask to play again and I had to win. Um, and I was just very, very uh, competitive about it. And God, I hated those kids. Yeah, I was the the, the jerk that My son of... wants to play Monopoly all the time. And we're always like, no. <laughs> well, I'm, even at this age, I'm happy to play anytime. So, um <laughs> You know, my parents always said that, you know, you're just born to to have a business or, you know, you're entrepreneurial. So that's kind of, you know, as a kid, I always wanted to do something like that, you know, coming from, you know, with my parents coming from another country, from Russia and coming here, it was, you know, it was difficult to, for them to start something, but they worked so hard and provided me so much, um, you know, and for me and my brother that, you know, I wanted to, you know, Bust butt myself and make sure I provide a, a you know a living for my family and my kids that I didn't have, um, although I had pretty much everything I ever wanted to. <laughs> so coming over from Russia, where did you land first? Like, did you come over? How old were you? Or uh, I was four years old. Um, literally just came off. My parents came with two suitcases and fifty dollars in their pocket. I mean, literally with nothing. Um, I remember still going, you know, house to house with my parents, cleaning homes and always thinking, you know, even as a young kid, wow, wouldn't it be great to live in one of these, you know, but, right. um, now, did they, did they like land in the Detroit area or did you guys start off somewhere else in a different state? Nope. We landed right in the Detroit area. Um, our relatives brought us over. Um, I remember like it was almost yesterday and I was so young, but came and got shown our apartment and, um, Away we went with no money, and you know it's it was just hustle and grind literally from the very next day of how do we survive and how do we make money right. and you know for the family so uh you know clean houses and did odd jobs while my parents were learning english and it was a it was a tough time um but they got through it, and um I see where they're at now, and it just amazes me but 
I always wanted better for my kids and my family, so here I am. Gotcha. Okay. So with the with the in network, like, what do you? Uh... What areas do you service? What do you? Is there anything you specialize in? We were talking about a little bit about like commercial versus residential. Yeah, let me back up just a little bit. Kind of what led me to it yeah. is um, I worked for a very large carrier provider, uh, which uh, a lot of you may know, um, and did very very well. Excelled, um, went on their president's club trips, and just did very very well. Um, I was actually recruited to another provider. Um, to um, sell and consult for hosted voice voice over IP services and did very very well there um, there I actually realized hey I gotta have some partners to do well um, so went around and try to meet everybody and hey you know uh, you know sell our you know sell this provider services sell the services and uh, lo and behold what was happening was the referral partners and the referral partners could come anywhere from you know real estate agents that knew uh you know brand new buildings that were coming right, out right. and you know hey we just uh leased a new building they're going to need phones and boom you know um and what was happening is i was doing all the work but he was making all the money <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that, it doesn't it always work that way sometimes <laughs> so that was getting a little frustrating so you know, even though I was doing okay for my family and I, but I, I always wanted to be, you know, my own entrepreneur. And I was like, how, how do I become that guy? Um, right. So um, I formed partnerships with over 200 providers. Wow. Um, so, I, you know, I work with Comcast, AT&T. Wow. Uh, those are some of the largest. Was my sub pump going off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard something here, but... Um, yeah, that's the, the, joys sure are, the joys are recording in a basement, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but, yeah, I went out, uh, you know, built different partnerships, um, and now instead of saying, hey, you know, you got to buy this provider because I work for it, it's more of, you know, a consultative approach where, you know, hey, let's look at your current needs and let's see if I can help you save some money and increase your services, the quality of your services at the same time. Uh, so really the bottom line for in-network is, you know, the best possible voice quality with phones, uh, fastest internet um, at the most competitive rates. Um, there is so many providers out there that um, you just don't know what you don't know. Um, right. You know, people just think, you know, the, the, the big ones right away, which they're great, but there's so many other ones that are just as good, if not better, have so many features with it. And, you know, I've been able to save people a lot of money. Um, so is that like just a kind of like a scenario of just like the smaller companies just kind of being drowned out by the bigger ones that are just known more? That's <clears throat> that's literally what happens. But um, because you've established those relationships with them, you're able to say like, hey, here's something else that's just as comparable quality, everything else, maybe a little cheaper, but offers that or more. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, these, these other companies and they, you know, when I say small, they're not small, they're still million dollar companies, but, um, you may not have heard of them. Um, and the way that they actually make their business is through, um, companies, telecom companies like myself, uh, that actually we lead with their service, um, understand them inside out and show the true value of it. Um, so a lot of saving opportunities, a lot of great things happening. Um, so I'm just very, very excited about it. And there's our portfolio just keeps growing and growing. And um, yeah, you sounded like a like you're a pretty busy guy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know it's taking me some time to get out here. Um, <laughs> even even uh, arriving late for the show, I apologize. But right, no big deal. Um, you know, it's been it's been great because um, started in the commercial. Uh, area so you know doing all the businesses and all that and things were going great and now i have a partnership with different providers for residential um which is funny because i you know made a quick post and now everybody and everybody is calling me which is what i kind of asked for in the first place but you know sometimes right. you have your grandmother's friends that are trying to save two dollars <laughs> which <laughs> i uh and the hard time, the hard part is they only speak Russian. So, oh no, my Russian is you know after uh, thirty plus years, years is yeah. getting uh, is uh, getting out of hand. So I, I find <laughs> a little myself, rusty. Yeah, it's a little rusty, and I'm trying to do my best to you know be as 
as polite, you know, as possible. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll, I, uh, answer in English and then Russian and they can't understand what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I try to do my best to, you know, every client is important to us and, um, you know, want to help everybody out. Um, so, but yeah, if, uh, if you have residential needs, um, so now do you do, do you do just like a, setting them up with the plans and stuff do you do all the installation all that stuff absolutely so uh we actually have um a network engineer a field network engineer uh so definitely he'll go out get everything installed uh, we actually help with um, low voltage wiring as well um so we can do everything from a to z so not just you know negotiating the pricing and the carriers the big majority of it but definitely, you know, when it comes time to install and making sure that everything is working, we, you know, we're on hand and making sure we're on site helping you and helping the client, uh, making sure everything works. So what about like, um, and I know just like, cause you were talking about getting into residential more, right? When I've moved to different areas, like it's, it always turns into like, well, this is only such and such area services this area. Well, you know, like sometimes you can get like the big three or other times you get like just one or two. How do you, is that like, what causes that scenario? Is that like a true scenario? And if it, if it is like predominantly this one, how do you get one of the smaller companies that you partnered with in? Uh, that's a great question, uh, Jason. That's actually what led me a big r- a way of me getting into the uh, uh, into my own business. It's now that I can work with a whole bunch of providers, because when I was working for one and their services are not, you know, were not available, I'm like, crap! What do I do now? Right? right? Like, exactly. Um, and you know, trying to find a way for them to get out and install. And sometimes, you know, the uh, construction project to get out there was just so expensive and you would, you know, lose the business and you just get kind of upset about it. So, um, now with me, you know, partnering up with all these providers, you know, it's really about all about the client and making sure that we can help them get the best service at the best rate. So yeah, it does happen where, you know, Hey, either Comcast, AT&T or whoever is not available in that area. Um, great thing with hosted voice and, and VoIP is that, um, you know, it's all through the internet. So it really doesn't matter, you know, where they're at, gotcha. um, as far as their internet. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to look into who's available in that area. Uh, it does get a little chaotic at times, figure out who's, who's there, who's not. And, uh, we save, you know, uh, people the time to have to call the dreaded 1-800 number of hey are you available here are you available (laughs) here and how does that work like is it is it just like whatever company ran their wires or do they like divvy up the map and say this is going to be our territory or how does that work (laughs) (laughs) i'm picturing like you know like a war like it's like a (laughs) game like like territory in a video game oh we took over this section of the map today you know um a lot of people don't know this but um all the carriers they actually will buy um, the service from that location, put their own wiring through, and actually put it through so they can service uh, different really? areas. That's what happens in commercial. So, um, you know, just because, you know, one provider is available, another provider will actually um, buy that, you know, that tap over there and put their own um, wiring in there. And that happens a lot. So, uh, Providers are buying from providers all the time. All the time. Yes, yes. And, you know, even if you think you have one provider, you're probably, chances are, getting a little bit of a piece of another provider. Um, still really? works great. You don't notice it, um, but it does happen. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. I always wonder that, like, every time I go move somewhere, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you only get this or you only get that. Can't get all three. There's no choice. It's like you're just stuck with Comcast or you're just stuck with AT&T. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's <clears> happened <throat> before, um, but... Um, you know, this happens a lot for the commercial space, for the residential. They want to make sure it makes sense. And there's a lot of homes or whatever available that they can, you know, um, get installed. Um, but it does happen that they buy from other carriers. So what led you to telecommunications? Like, where where did that come from? How would you get into that? You know, I just woke up one day and I said, <laughs> I love to watch helps. TV. I just love to watch TV. How do I get cheap services for myself? <laughs> um, no, uh, actually, I um, 
I was in the educational field for a very long time and uh, loved it. Um, earned my master's degree from there. But really? Things were changing. You know, the industry was changing and um, I really wanted to get into an industry that I loved and had a passion for. Um, I had an opportunity and um, interviewed at a very large carrier um, and um, got the job, was very happy and did very, very well. Um, you know, the only thing I didn't like about being there was, you know, if the, the offerings weren't available in that area, it was like, hey, I'm stuck. I, I just lost uh, potential client. Right, there's like nothing you could do. Exactly. But I, you know, I just had... Was a... that often? Did that happen often? No, because I worked for a very, very large carrier. Um, and, you know, they're very well known. So it didn't happen that often, but it did happen. Um, it did happen, and it was frustrating when that happened. Oh, sure. Um, and, you know, try to find and partner up with somebody from a different carrier, you know, um, that can help them. Um, so, but, you know, a lot of times it was, hey, you'll have to call the 1-800 number of a different carrier. <clears throat> right. It got frustrating. But, you know, I didn't let that be an excuse and um, just kept grinding and, and partnering up with different people. I mean, I would partner up with and when I tell you anybody and everybody, I that's what I mean. I would partner up with painters that were painting, <laughs> uh, you know, buildings, and um, I would come up to to them and just say, "Hey, hopefully you can, you can help me out. You know, who's moving into this new location?" And lo and behold, you know, people are very, very kind and nice and want to help you out when you, you approach like that. And you know, I just built relationships, and through all those relationships, I uh, ended up doing very, very well at that carrier and said, this is my career. I love doing it. Obviously, you know, doing well in the industry helped. And uh, here I am. That's awesome. So what, what was that? So <clears throat> we, we played a little bit of catch up, but taking off after high school, what, what happened to Ilya? What were the, what were the adventures? Like, where did you end up going to college? Oh, I was a wild child. Mom, Dad, if you're listening to this, I apologize. Um, I, I I remember like it was yesterday, um, going to the private school, and you know it was a lottery system at the high school, and I'm sitting in yep. the room, and I'm like, please don't call Ilya Elkin. Please don't call Ilya Elkin. And, Why were you in the lottery? Um, the school that we attended um, had a lottery system. Um, so you had to get picked, um, and basically... But did you, did, were, did you enter the lottery because you wanted to, or because your parents wanted to? My parents, to? <laughs> my parents, you know, you don't know any better right? at, at that age, and, you know, they're just, you know, really go-getters, and pushed me hard, and they're like, this is what you're doing if you want a roof over your head, and I'm like, well, I don't want to sleep outside, so I guess I gotta go to the lottery. Wow, it got very, very drastic. <laughs> yeah. My my experience was not that. It was like, hey, here's an opportunity to go to a better high school. Do you want to do it or not? Oh, no, mine was... Um, you're doing it. You're doing it. So we're going to the lottery, <laughs> and um, you know, this is the one lottery you just don't want to win, right? As a kid. <laughs> you dream of winning lotteries, but this is not one you want to win. And well, it depends on the kid, maybe. <laughs> maybe. And, you know, of course, you know, my name gets picked, boom. And, um, you know, I remember stomping on the ground. and But, you know, going there was actually great. You know, it ended up being a great thing. I learned so much. Um, I ended up breezing through college. I ended up going to Oakland University. Um, did very well in college. But just always had an entrepreneurial spirit and just wanted to start my own business. And... Um, I knew that, you know, college was the way for me to learn the ins and outs of how to do that. And um, actually, after that, I was like, well, maybe it's time to go get a master's degree, right? Somebody like me never thought I'd do that. But I fell in love with education and learned so much. And upon visiting different schools, uh, one of the uh, advisors that I met with was like, well, you know, you have a great uh, personality. Why don't you come join the school and earn your master's degree for free? And I really? said, where do I sign? And next thing I know, I'm in a master's program and working for uh, a university. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it was it was it was great. <clears throat> totally opposite of my journey. So, th to backtrack a little bit, the school that the high school that we went to was a it was a almost like a private school, but it was a public school. But basically, all the different schools within the like uh, surrounding counties could send their kids there. So many per school, whatever, and a lot of them did lottery. So my home district did a lottery too. I didn't get picked. 
our school did five people in the lottery, I was picked sixth. Like the week before school started, one of them dropped out. So then I filled that spot. That was how I got there. Uh, I entered the lottery willingly. Um, I mean, my parents obviously strongly suggested, hey, you should go do this. I did it because I was like, yeah, you know, go to a better school, get a bit, hopefully get into a better college. Funny story. Uh, got out of high school, took a year off, um, didn't end up going to to college right away like a lot of people i know a lot of people went to like u of m some went to msu hit a couple like duke uh god where did jeff go i think he went to yale or something like they, they went to quite a few different schools but a lot of people went to u of m uh i didn't know what the fuck i wanted to do and then i thought about film was like one of the things that i was passionate about wanting to do so i ended up going to columbia college in chicago which is a film school uh, i chose that one because it was very uh there's a lot of a lot of connections there um, a lot of opportunity compared to be like being here i did one semester was getting my foot in the door i was participating in a lot of different uh projects but i could not find a steady job and ended up moving back here and then uh, worked in a kitchen for a little bit that my stepdad owned uh, in downtown Mount Clemens. Started DJing. <clears throat> I had bought turntables and stuff before, which I still have over there. I've now I've got different ones, but uh, nice. I I did the, the like the bar DJ for quite a bit. Um, actually ended up doing a lot of stuff in like the the hip hop scene in Mount Clemens in Detroit. Uh, and then after I had my son, I had to like kind of slow down on that stuff just because it was really hard to like have a day job and then go out to the bars and play at night and then like be coming home at four in the morning and have to get up to, at seven to go back to work so it was uh it was tough so i just stepped away from doing that i started doing mostly like weddings and parties and stuff like that and then uh yeah never went back to school <laughs> and now you got your own uh, morning show which is great so. yeah, well i you know so i've the entrepreneurial thing too right like i've always tried to do a bunch of different stuff i did try to start a company doing um like installing and surround sound stuff like that in home it was the wired wizard was that the one i think what i called it but just uh installing surround sound stuff like that uh Worked at a bunch of different places, worked at uh, a couple different mortgage companies. I'm currently at another mortgage company. For some reason, I can't get away from mortgages, but uh, always doing something, always, like racing drones. I had a, a guest come on that's a pro drone racer. Uh, got into fly fishing. Now I'm doing wood burning and always doing, like, art stuff, graphics. I did that. That's my design. Nice. Uh, like, I'm always doing all kinds of stuff, uh, working on other projects, scripts. So just uh, entrepreneurial definitely but just not as successful at being an entrepreneur more like on the creative side well, we gotta get you on board <laughs> i already tried to recruit you in the uh telecom industry bef before we even started the show right so right um i'm pretty good at recruiting so hopefully we'll get you on board <laughs> but it's it's crazy so like is it i mean <clears throat> you were saying like you were uh, always felt entrepreneurial before were there any things that you ever tried before that just didn't take off um you know, eBay, you know, and doing that whole thing. And I was huge on buying and selling, selling and buying and, you know, try to make some money off of that. And um, I just, I think I just enjoyed doing that. Um, I didn't want to make a living on it, but, it, you know, it went okay. Um, but I really, really wanted to have something that I can call my own. Right. Uh, but, you know, it was it's not just about making money. Don't get me wrong. That's important. But, you know, it's all about doing something that you enjoy and you can really help benefit somebody else. Um, you know, a lot of what in-network does is, I mean, we really help change people's lives and help them change their business. You know, uh, we just helped a company save over $40,000 over the course of a year. I mean, that is a lot of money that they can be using for employees, uh, for other, you know, projects and to help grow their business. Um, you know, we help anybody from, small business from a one-person company and i've helped uh somebody with a twelve thousand person company so um you know it just we we help all i guess i i say all shapes and sizes um <laughs> but um you know it, it's a great feeling to know that you really helped change somebody's life financially and for their future and that's what we're all about all right what are your what are your war stories What's your funny stories? You gotta have something. So, <clears throat> I did deliveries for ten years. 
I can tell you about hoarders. I can tell you about cockroaches. I can tell you about <clears throat> indecent nudity. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, I can't even tell you how many stories I have. I mean, it's just, you know, the, the, the question you always ask, because you really, you don't want to help somebody get too much internet if they really don't need it. So <laughs> too I don't wanna, much, too right. much internet? Everybody says fast, you know, well, what does that mean? So what do you use it for? And I remember I was working for this carrier and, you know, I come in and it's like this three person company and I meet with the president and, um, you know, asking the obvious questions of, you know, how many phone lines, what right. kind of internet, right? And, you know, you just want to see what they're using their internet for and, um, I mean, the guy, I said, what do you use your internet for? And I mean, he looks me dead in the face with a, with an all seriousness says porn. <laughs> <laughs> did that catch you off guard? Like you were I, not expecting that? <laughs> I literally did not know what to say. <laughs> At least he was honest. He was honest. He was uh, brutal honest. And I, 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 you know, I'm trying to be professional and not laugh, but I can't <clears throat> not laugh. So. Uh, you know, I, I look back and I'm like, are you serious or, or is this kind of a joke, right? He said, oh, no, 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 uh, that's that's in all seriousness. Um, I do use it for that. I said, sir, we're going to have to get you the fastest internet possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's horrible. I have a porn story. That's funny. But it wasn't as... It, it was way more awkward than that. That one felt kind of funny. At least you, like, fired back, right? Like, oh, I got to get you the, the best import. I did a delivery, and it was middle of summer. So, I'm in shorts, shirt, whatever. <laughs> We're delivering over in, like, the Troy area. Brand new house. Just, like, the street still has houses being built. And this Indian guy opens the door in a parka. Like, dressed for, like, snowstorms. And it's, like, 90 degrees. And I'm, I'm sweating shorts, like I said. Go into his house. And we're delivering a freezer, which like a chest freezer, to his basement. And we had to walk through his living room to get the way the house was designed. We had to walk through his living room to get to the doorway to go to his basement. And up, he had a big TV mounted up on the wall. And just blasting Club Jenna porn on the surround <laughs> sound. Just like, ah, 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 just, ah, ah. Like, it was horrible. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> So we go do the, I, I go down, check out where we're putting it, and I come back up and I tell my partner, I'm like, yo, this guy is watching porn, like, just full blast, and he's bullshit, and we walk in, and sure enough, I mean, he's just going to town, and this guy's just standing there, like, in a parka, I don't know what was going on, it was so weird, but you get someone that just brutally honestly tells you, yeah, I was watching porn, I had a guy that was just brutally honestly just watching porn in front of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I could tell you a lot of interesting stories, you know, usually, um, when somebody wants, you know, to get their internet and phones hooked up, either myself or some of my, you know, employees will actually go on site, examine, you know, the location, make sure that we're getting them exactly what their needs are. Um, so I've been to some interesting places, places that I thought I would not come out of live. <laughs> um, I've been to Bob uh basement dungeon. Um, that was that that was just a story of its own. Um and I've been to some very interesting places. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's a it's always interesting where your where your careers and your lives take you, especially when you deal with when you start dealing with people in their own homes. Um, or I mean, I guess so. You could probably see that when you deal with businesses. But so for me, like I always thought it was interesting because I'm getting a real lick of who someone is by going into their home, right? Like you could be the most proper clean dress businessman during the day but i know when you come home and you walk into your cat piss smelling house oh i'm home like that's crazy to me but i saw that like on a daily basis like it was crazy this the way people live like I've, I've been to people's houses where they just let their animals just shit and piss everywhere been to this one guy's house he had a pile of clothing on the floor that was just starting to all turn gray. It looked like it just started to congeal into the one mass of rotten clothing. It was crazy. Like, he had water just leaking all over his basement, but he just had a pile of clothes that... It was, it was just crazy. And just the hoarder houses, I mean, those ones are nuts. We pulled up to this house one time, and there was all this trash out in the front yard. 
And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why do these people got all this trash in the front yard? That was trash. That was what they pulled out of their garage so we could come through their garage with their new fridge. Like, they cleared that out and just threw it on the yard. They had their kitchen table was buried under mail and letters and stuff. Like, it was just, it was insane. No, usually I'll come in and I'm like, wow, this is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've know? had to tell people, hey, I can't I can't deliver your stuff today because your house is too dirty. And I, 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 can't, I can't, I'm serious. I've literally told that to people because I can't get your fridge or your stove or whatever it is that I'm bringing you. I can't get it through here. So you have to clean. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, no, I've uh, I've been into some interesting businesses before, but uh, not to that level. No. Um, I've you know, it, it's so crazy to me how many people have animals at their businesses. It's, really? Yeah, it's. Uh, like what kind? Of, what's the strangest animal? A monkey. No. I swear. <laughs> this guy had a monkey in his business, and I was like, "This is so cool." You know, I one day I just want to have my own office with a monkey in it. Was it just running around? Or? It was just running around. Just running around. Just running around. Yeek. Did it steal any of your tools? No, it did not. No. I was, we were there to, you know, get his contract signed and look at his location. And um, it, it was just a monkey. Just the monkey? Running around. Yeah. Um, I've been to locations. You know, people bring their dogs and then, yeah. you know, oh, how cute. And then you want to pet it and then you... You leave and you're like, oh, I gotta go and, you know, brush off my uh, clothes because yeah, because you're covered in dog hair. Exactly, yeah. So, I uh, have that all the time. So I've I've seen doing deliveries. I've seen some really strange animals because I delivered to the zoo multiple times. Like, <clears throat> this is what was crazy. Hey, deliver to the zoo. I'm in a giant 24 foot box truck while the zoo is open and people are walking around we're driving through the middle of the friggin zoo oh, down gosh. the pathways i wish i was there like literally like ladies with their strollers and their babies and stuff and we're just like trying not to hit anybody yeah it was crazy my, my partner was like oh i hope we go by the tigers i hope we go by the tigers <laughs> <laughs> we did too but oh. no that that was kind of crazy um i delivered to a lady that had a pet squirrel that was interesting the, the pet squirrel was just like climbing around her while we were doing the delivery that was a really weird delivery one because i'll go to the front door and this really good looking girl answers the door and she's kind of like in her pajamas like doing the like oh hello like you know like just looks like she just woke up and go back to my partner i'm like over here to do a delivery she's like oh yeah go around to the side of the house so i go back to my partner i'm like man this really cute girl just opened the door He's like, oh, okay, cool, you know, whatever. So then her mom comes out, and she's like, yeah, the toolbox. We were delivering a toolbox and something else. The toolbox is going to go in the garage. So then she opens up the garage door, and there's a lime green Viper in the garage. And we're like, wow, that's a sweet car. And there was, like, they looked like they were in the process of putting in, like, a roll cage in it for racing. And I'm like, oh, your husband raced? She goes, no, this is my uh, 18-year-old daughter. She she races and this is her car that we just got her. Oh my like, gosh! Like she races and that was the girl that answered the door, right? <clears throat> so beautiful girl. She's a, a racer. She's they're like yeah, BMW is trying to recruit her right now. They wanted to go race in Germany, like a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm just like, does she, do you need a pit crew? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but then the mom had a squirrel. Like <laughs> when we went in the house to deliver the other part, she just had the squirrel like running around and like came and was chilling on her shoulder and stuff. I was like, what the fuck's going on in this house? Oh, oh my, that's funny. You know, it's uh, <laughs> you mentioned that it's funny. I asked some of my employees, hey, what do you love most about this job? And they're like, you know, every time I go to in a business and the first person I see is a beautiful, beautiful young girl that's <laughs> you know at the front desk. And they're like, sometimes I stumble. I don't even know what to say, you know. I'm like, you say if they're interested in telecom. That's what you say. <laughs> you're there to sell. Um, yeah, you're there to to help them, you know, save money. And um, whatever you do on the side is your job. But um, it's just, yeah, we, well, uh, we see a lot of uh, beautiful girls in the front. It was, it was funny because there's a local radio morning show that was talking about delivery people. And like hooking up with their, their customers. And this guy that I worked with, funny little Mexican guy, he calls in because there's all these people calling in, like, oh yeah, man, I go to deliveries. Oh, I'm banging the chicks left and right. <laughs> and he calls in and he's like, they're all bullshit. He's like, I've been delivering for 25 years and never had it, had that happen ever. <laughs> and then the show started, they're like, are you sure you're not ugly? Like, <laughs> 
No, it was, it was funny. I never. I mean, I've had some really awkward experiences. I had an old man hit on me. That one was really weird. Uh, well, that's just awkward. But then it didn't help that my partner was like egging it on. This old man's like, oh, you look like a strong guy. I got a lot of chores around here you can do. And he's my partner's like, you should see him with his shirt off. And like, <laughs> this is stupid stuff. Yeah. That's... Oh, just crazy experiences. It's nuts. It was, it was real nuts. Yeah, we have, you know, crazy experiences. You know, a lot of what I did personally when I was working for telecom providers is, you know, doing a lot of the door knocks and, you know, going door to door and, uh, I'll tell you, we've we've had some strange, you know, situations. I mean, people thinking that it's the cops. I mean, you could just hear them like ruffling something behind <laughs> it. I'm like, what are you? You totally caught them off right? guard. That's why. Oh yeah, I, I, you know, sometimes you just wonder what was going on there, but um, sometimes you just don't want to even know. But how well does that work? The the door to door thing. So is that like? I mean, I know a, a still happens. Um, is that, I mean, what's the conversion rate on that, do you think? It's very, very low, um, but it does work. Uh, we don't do it very much anymore. Uh, you know, we try to use our partnerships, and um, hopefully this, you know, radio show will work, uh, help too. But, um, you know, it, it, it does work. It's just, you know, people don't want to do it. Um, no one wants to be bothered. Nobody wants to be bothered. But, you know, if you come with the right approach, like, hey, I'm hoping you can help me out. You know, I, I always said, hey, I'm from so-and-so. I'm hoping you can help me out. I'm here to uh, see if I can help you with your Internet and phones and lower your cost. And, you know, people were pretty, uh, you know, open about that. And um, I've only been kicked out numerous times. <laughs> uh, um I had. Uh, you ever do it where they, they they let you do the whole spiel and everything, and then they're just like, "Yeah, not interested." Oh yeah, that happened <clears throat> all the time, all the time. <laughs> but I mean, you know, some of them are. Do you see that no soliciting sign right there? Yeah. What does that mean to you? <laughs> that you don't want me to sell you. I'm not trying to. I'm not here to sell you. I'm here to help you with your internet and phones. Um, <laughs> nice spin. Yeah, I try to spin it around sometimes, and you know I'll never forget this. It was uh, one that I actually ended up having a deal from, and it was. Do you see that no soliciting sign? Yeah. What does that mean to you? You don't want me to sell you, and um, I said, you know, let me ask you a question. Do you have salespeople in your organization? Yeah. Well, if you know, how do you get your sales? You know, well, people like you. Well, what if you didn't have people like me? Then I wouldn't have a company. She's like, let me <laughs> let me give you the time of the day. And ended up uh, doing business. Uh, this was when, back when I was, you know, working for a provider. But right. um, it was uh, just a great story that, you know, every, I don't care if you're the janitor or your sales guy, everybody's needed. Um, and, you know, once they saw the value of what I was offering, they were uh, really, you know, interested and engaged. So with with going into business for yourself, what uh what struggles did you come across? Like what I mean, obviously it wasn't just like an overnight. Like how long were you contemplating? What did what did it take for you to get that set up? I woke up one day and I said I told my wife I'm quitting my full time job and I'm going up and she's like, Okay. No, that's not how it happened, I wish. <laughs> um I've been talking about this for a while. Um, just something I really wanted to do and you know, going from a salary to no salary is, you know, rough. It, it's scary. It's very, <clears throat> very scary. Um, but I can't tell you how supportive of a wife I have. And, um, you know, she said, listen, if you think this is going to be the best thing for a family and, uh, you know, the best thing for your career, let's do it. And, um, you know, it was it was a struggle. I can't, you know. You know, make anything up. It, it was a struggle when it first started. Luckily, I did have a lot of the partnerships that I've developed over the years from working, you know, with the different providers. But, um, you know, the first problem is it takes forever to get paid out. Um, so <laughs> even if you, you know, you have a deal and you you get paid out from a provider, I mean, it's months and months and months until uh, you get paid on that. Um, but in addition, um, you know, you're just trying to tell everybody about what you're doing. And, um, you know, they're like, oh, you left your provider? You know, yeah, well, now I can offer you over 200 options. Right. right? Before, you didn't have an option. It was buy this because I work for it, uh, for this company. Uh, but now you have options. But, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I was really um, engaged in LinkedIn. I was very engaged um, telling people. I mean, you couldn't find me in a restaurant. You couldn't find me in a McDonald's um, not telling people about, you know, what I do and what my company does. And uh, funny story, I was at a McDonald's uh, one day and told the front desk person, you know, hey, you know, I really want to tell your manager what a wonderful job you did, and which I did, you know, um, so... You know, they're super excited. You know, they're running over. Hey, hey, manager, you know, yeah, come over cause, here. Because no one ever does that, right? They're like, exactly. bitch, you messed up my order. What's exactly. going on here? Right. What's so, the wait? Yeah, so I told the manager, I'm like, listen, your staff is amazing. Um, you know, I just want to let you know. But what I really want to do is, you know, tell the owner of this location how amazing you run this restaurant, you know. Um and you know how many locations are there and she was like 16 i'm like i have got to tell your you're the owner of these 16 right of <laughs> uh, how amazing job you do and can i get their name and number she, you know she's running over to get a piece of paper pen and writes everything down for me and you know lo and behold of course i called you know the owner and said i visited your location it was you know i great service and i really did want to put the positive on it which it was positive but uh next thing i know i had a 16 location mcdonald's deal that's awesome um, which was you know which was great right that's that is great right and that's but i mean that's the hustle you have to have right uh and i think that's one of the so you talked about the fear the fear of of taking that leap and doing something that you you'd rather be doing or trying to make your own opportunity i think that's one thing that holds a lot of people back is is taking that leap right like what you said you go from something where it's it's not guaranteed but established like okay i'm comfortable here i'm making this much i have a steady income to uh i'm gonna go out on my own and and build that up i think that's i mean kudos to you right because you had the the balls to do that you had the the, the guts to take that leap it's awesome that you had a support system in place that that, that helped you with that right that's all I need. I mean, I needed a great support system, you know, with my wife. Um, and you're right. I mean, I just needed the guts and, you know, no guts, no glory. And it was the scariest move. I mean, it was literally, I came in one day and I said, I today's my last day. And then that very same day, I was on my own with my own company, yeah. with no salary, just completely on my own. And I remember just sitting there for 15 minutes thinking, now what? <laughs> what do I do now? What do I do now? Now, before yeah. you made that decision, had you already been putting other things in place besides building the relationships that you had built over the years? Had you done anything to actually get the the rest of it in place? So like, were you thinking about promotions? Where did you already have a website, or did you have any of that stuff in place, or was it more of the you made the decision then started that path? Um, you know, I I had everything developed. You know, that was, you know, I started developing everything and um, my best friend, luckily for me, who's been a godsend in my business, uh, Max has been absolutely instrumental in, in my success, oh, built my website, did a really good job. And um, I, I told him that when I first started off, I can pay you with friendship and that's all I have. <laughs> and, hey, and sometimes that, that is, right? That Sometimes that's all you have is like, hey, I can... I can just uh, promise you that. <laughs> yeah, I told him that, you know, right now I'll pay him in friendship, uh, and, you know, and hopefully my company blows up and then his kids' college tuition will be paid for. But for now, I'm paying him, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it was, you know, we started thinking about it and started developing the website and, um, you know, started getting the groundwork ready for it. But... You know, it was it was definitely a grind because I was working full time and trying to develop that. Um, but really, the relationships didn't start until day one. You know, I knew that I who to go to right. and what to do. But um, it took a while to get those relationships with providers and meet everybody. Um, when I first started, I it was just constantly every day. You know, meetings with different providers and you know negotiating. Um, you know, because you know, our goal is to make sure we can get you uh, the best rates. So, you know, talking to them about that and just constant back and forth when I first started. So balancing trying to, you know, get clientele and, you know, you know working right. that out, it was, uh, it was definitely a tough. Um, but it is something that we, you know, I, I started working on. 
uh, definitely before I actually went into it. Now, with those providers, is there like, is there any kind of like, hey, you have to have so much in sales for our service to continue like repping us or provide like offering our services? Like, is there any of those kind of like parameters or? There's not. Um, there's not because for us, it's all about doing the right thing. Um, it's all about making sure that we listen to, you know, the needs and making sure that we get, you know, the client, the right provider for what their needs are because every provider is different. Right. But I will tell you this. I eat good. And the reason <laughs> I eat good is because every provider brings in lunch every single month. It seems if you can't like. tell, I eat good too. <laughs> since since you last saw me. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've gained a whole other person since you last saw me. <laughs> Um, I've always uh, eaten good, but I, I really eat good now because, you know, the providers obviously are trying to come in and, you know, do like a demonstrations and, right. hey, this is what we offer, sell us, sell us, sell us. And, you know, for them, it's all about, you know, they want to have a good relationship with, you know, us and my company because they obviously want us to lead with them. But, um, you know, that helps, but really it's all about the needs of the client and making sure we get them the best possible right. you know services for uh, their home or their business how long has in network been around now so april 1st this april is going to be our one year anniversary so awesome. I congratulations look at that really really excited man that's right around the corner it is right around the corner and um you know we have grown uh, there is seven of us now um i couldn't <clears> be happier with the growth that we had uh we every day you know uh bringing on new clients um and you know just new providers that are you know offerings and um it's been an amazing amazing journey you know one that you know you always have those thoughts like are you gonna make it are you gonna oh, make yeah. it right um and now my thought is not are you gonna make it but how do i get you know how do i grow this company and get bigger and bigger right. um and help more and more people um because people just don't know what they don't know once they see what we can do uh, once we look at their bill um, and, you know, do a demo, uh, they're very happy to tell their friends and family. So it does take time. Gotcha. So the, um, sorry, I'm going to call here. The, uh, so one year, that's awesome. Congratulations. That, so, you. so you made it the first year. That's, that's great, right? Because there's a lot of, a lot of times, and at this point, I'm assuming being profitable, right? Oh yeah, we're 100% profitable, um, 100%, um, and I couldn't be happier with and, and that's great, right? Because there's a lot of times where those they you may not see the return on investment within the first year. Um, I know sometimes when business plans are, are laid out, it might be you know <clears throat> two years, three years down the road before everything's going to the, the plants that you've planted those roots take hold and start developing other things or, or, or turning profits so that's awesome that you've made it that far what uh what do you see in the future like what's what's the next steps what are you what are you planning so my goal and the company's goal is to really expand um you know right now we have a project manager that helps with you know our installations and making sure that the process goes well and um, but right now we're trying to get more and more salespeople and expand our growth um, and um, just really, you know, get the word out that we really can help with different providers. And, you know, instead of going direct and calling the 1-800 number that everybody hates calling in the first place is, you know, we're going to consult. We're not going to sell you on anything. We're going to consult and really help you. And the, the beauty, beautiful thing about, you know, the business model is, you know, our services are 100% free to the uh, customer. So uh, we don't charge anything for our services. We're going to find you. It's in our best interest to find you the best services, the fastest internet at the you know most competitive rates. And then um, you know we get paid by the provider of that you ultimately choose. So, gotcha. Um, that's why it's such a you know a great uh, business model. What areas are you servicing currently? Nationwide. So, you, so it's nationwide. It's nationwide. I have partnerships all over the United States. Uh, we actually have partnerships in various countries. Um, so do you have to travel? Like, are you? So it's not just local. So you're not just servicing local stuff. So like, if you, if you're dealing with a company, like you literally are, you're traveling out to that company, or do you have people within your network that that'll represent 
in network around the country? So it depends on, you know, the size of the client. I mean, I've been all over the United States traveling. Um, but yeah, it depends, you know, if it's uh, a smaller client, then I do have networks all over. Um, a lot of times the provider itself has a representative that will come out gotcha. on my behalf. And, um, but you know, it's funny because with a lot of the VoIP stuff, you know, what we're trying to show is that there's so much options with collaboration and so many people are working from home now. It's just, you know, these providers want to show that, hey, you don't have to be on site to be able to uh, do your job. You know, you can actually uh, have collaboration where, I mean, it literally looks like the Brady Bunch. You know, you'll have on a screen like nine different people from the same company and uh, it's really cool and you can, you know, see everybody and collaborate and do your job that way. So, um, you know, a lot of times, luckily, I don't have to travel for that. Um, but it all, it, you know, it all depends on the needs of the client. Gotcha. Sorry. Um, my son's mother. Jason's trying to months. save money on his wireless bill right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, kids have caused my wireless bill to go up, adding phone lines and parental features. <laughs> See, my kids are getting older now, so they know how to order stuff, and it's it's driving me crazy because they'll get on my, my phone and order, and the next thing, you know, I have a... a debit card charge or credit card charge and like what's this you know <laughs> oh no my shit's locked down man no not at all like no access to anything it's funny i lock it all down i got passwords on everything except for my daughter because we can trust her <laughs> my, my son is the problem when he's racking up uh using up data watching porn when he was like 10 years old <laughs> no i can't i love my kids but no. how, how old are your daughters now um i have a soon-to-be eight-year-old um she is just a, a bright, brilliant, uh, beautiful girl named Eliza, and I have a five-year-old uh, girl named uh, Brianna, super beautiful, super smart, love both of my kids, um, and, you know, it, it, sometimes it's tough because, you know, I mean, I, sometimes there's days where I'm out and doing a lot of, you know, with me doing a, so much network events, I'm home at like 9 or 10 o'clock, and you know, it's tough juggling, you know, your business and family and you hear daddy, you know, we wish you were home sometimes and that, that part just eats you up and, um, you know, so trying to, you know, be with my family as much as I can, especially over the weekend, although, you know, I find myself busy during the weekends too sometimes, but doing the best I can and I got to tell you just my family has uh, really, I've been blessed with a great family too support me in my ventures and you know be able to provide a, a life that they you know we could only wish for right i mean that's all all any parent wants yeah so my kids are i think actually my daughter's home now but my, my nine-year-old chastity and then my my 14 year old well soon to be 15 year old dylan that you met he's in high school now it's trippy did you, did you just say you have a kid in high school right now yes yes it's trippy we were just in high school together and I, it feels it does not feel like you know so Ted Hauser <clears throat> was on last weekend. Yeah, twenty years. It, our twenty year reunion, like, or is, is going to be twenty years, like, real soon here. Two thousand one. I mean, we're like two years away, right? That's crazy. That's that's nuts. That's nuts. That's nuts. We're old men. Yeah. Now we're getting old. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but look, at least you're you're uh, at least you're you're doing something right now, and you're, you're taking that chance, and you're you're trying to build build your thing now. You didn't wait. Because uh, you could have sat, right? You could have just been comfortable doing what you were doing and then look back and been like, man, wish I would have done it. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. It was more about, you know, hey, I made a comfortable living. You know, we were doing fine. But, you know, I always wanted more and just wanted to be able to put my kids on the school bus and not not have to miss that. And, you know, be able to pick my kids up from the school bus if I needed to and not miss that. Right. And, you know, uh, this allows me uh, to be able to do that. And I always tell my employees that um, no matter what, family comes number one. Um, you know, I learned a lot of good things from my previous managers, uh, a lot of bad things from my previous managers. And, you know, it's so crazy um, because in America, it's just all about money and, you know, making a living. And to me, it's all about family and everything else will follow. Um, so, you know, I always it's a good outlook. It is. It is. And, you know, the way that I built my culture, my company culture is all about family. And, you know, if you have to be somewhere, you know, go, you know, right. if you have to take care of your daughter, go. If you have to do something, go, you know, um, just, you know, don't make, you know, a lie about it, which 
you know, none of them do, but um, just the culture is all about, you know, being happy at your job and really enjoying what you're doing and um, family is number one. That's that's excellent, and I'm I'm glad to see that's uh, something to focus on, right? Like, especially starting up a company because it could be like, man, we got to grind, we got to grind, and it, and it obviously is going it's to a be grind. that. It's, it's a grind, but yeah. not losing sight of the the important things. Yeah, sometimes I, you know, I tell my uh, employees this, and I got to remind myself that because I'm, you know, myself still, you know, grinding and you know different networking events, and I'm just a part of so many different things and. You know, my wife sometimes has to remind me, like, hey, you know, you still have a family at home, which, um, you know, I'm trying to do my best to juggle both. So, um, but definitely, definitely a grind, and it's just a, kind of a juggling match right now, so. Gotcha. Well, that was excellent, Ilya. We're actually already at an hour, um, and I I'm, I'm, I'm really, really do appreciate you coming on, talking about your what led you there especially the culture part i think is a really great thing to to facilitate that within people because a lot of times you go to a company and you're just like oh man this sucks i'm just being ridden um and you've you've had those experiences so it's awesome to see like you flip that and not follow those same things um is there anything that you contact information so your website again your phone number like anything that you want to put out there uh are you on any other social media besides facebook um on facebook on LinkedIn, um, check out our website in networkbusiness.com. That's I N N E T W O R K business.com. Um, you can always email me, Ilya, I L Y A, at in networkbusiness.com. Um, and really looking forward to hearing from you. I mean, we are truly, you know, able to do some amazing things and, you know, from a financial standpoint, really possibly uh, have a big impact on your family's financial standpoint i mean there's people that are you know paying two to three hundred dollars on their internet phones and tv and they just don't know what they don't know and you know we can do so many amazing things so um feel free to call me directly 248-704-3006 248-704-3006 email me um it's all about all about helping and doing what's right for uh you know our clients and you know, if you know somebody that needs help with residential, we're happy to help. If you need you know somebody that's, you know, has a business or works for a business and wants to just take a look at their current billing and um, see if they can help, you know, we can help them save some money or, you know, if they just want features, you know, yep. um, we're, we're available to help. And Jason, I can't thank you enough for uh, allowing uh, in network and myself to be on your show. Oh, this has been dude, such more an than welcome. amazing opportunity. Um, I appreciate it. Like it is, it's awesome. I like just to have the the open dialogue and to to get the stories behind what people are doing. So I appreciate you coming on too. This is awesome. Yeah, and hopefully we'll have some more stories for you. I'd love to be back in the show. You know, uh, maybe you know for our two, three, four year uh, anniversary and uh, share some more stories with you guys and um, you know to more success. But definitely reach out and we're happy to help. Awesome and congratulations on the one year. That's that's great. Awesome. Thanks so much. No problem. As always, The Get Up, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, The Get Up Show, uh, also on Facebook at The Get Up Show Podcast. Don't forget to visit the site, www.thegetupshow.com, and then also listen on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Insta- uh, our Google Play Music. I'm losing my train of thought here. And also soon on YouTube. Thanks again for listening to The Get Up. Like what you heard? Think it sucked? Or are you trying to do something other than just the normal 9 to 5 and you want to share your story? Then hit me up. Send an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Follow the show on Instagram and on Twitter at The Get Up Show. And don't forget to visit www.thegetupshow.com and check out the links for our guests. 